Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. I realized yesterday I was talking really loud, and these AirPods really pick up the noise, so the audio was a little harsh. I apologize for that. Um, But what I wanted to talk about today is separating the boys from the men. You know, so I... I talk about themes of masculinity a lot, um, and you know, uh, and I, I get a lot of good feedback from the ladies on this stuff too. So I appreciate the ladies for tuning in and listening. I know that there's some ways that you can apply this to your yourselves, and then the men in your life as well. Maybe you can turn them onto this podcast. But you know, in in the what I was saying just now is you know being able to apply it to yourself. There are feminine things that I apply to myself. There's a balance between the masculine and the feminine. I think that you could go too far, you know, masculine to where it's like I got to drink 407 beers and you know dip and you know and, and be violent and coarse and rude with people and treat my family like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I think you could go too far masculine, and I definitely. You guys know how I feel about going too far feminine, but for for every man and woman, there's a balance between the masculine and the feminine. We've talked about this uh, before many, many, many times. And again, just to reiterate, um, I, masculinity is such a common theme in a lot of my podcasts because I do really believe, podcast episodes rather, uh, because I really do firmly believe that it's under attack right now. Uh, there are very few healthy uh, masculine men. Now you don't see a whole lot of men right now that are truly balanced in terms of their masculinity and femininity. A lot of times they're too feminine. In fact, most of the time, uh, they're too feminine, uh, and how they look and act. And today, really what I want to talk about is I want to give you guys some tips and what really separates the boys from the men. In other words, you know, what's interesting about masculinity is masculinity is something that's earned. Manhood is something that's earned right? It's a little different than womanhood. Uh, I, I think womanhood is more intrinsic and inherent. Um, is there a stage of development that happens from being a girl to a woman? Absolutely. But, you know, I think it's evidence in some of our rhetoric uh, and some of our vernacular is, you know, we say things like man up or grow a set or stop being a P-U-S-S-Y. You know what I'm saying? Like we, there's, there's a lot of language built into how we communicate in terms of, you know, implying that masculinity can somehow be earned or lost. There's not a whole lot uh, in terms of talking about how the feminine side could be earned or lost. It's something, like I said before, is a little bit more intrinsic. So again, the reason why I'm talking about this transition from boy to man is because I really do believe masculinity is something that's earned. And I'm not even saying that's unfair. I think that's the way it should be. So I want to talk about a couple of the ways today that you guys uh, and myself, again, when I, I've said this before, when I'm working through some of this material with the, with you guys, I'm not talking from a point of mastery. I'm talking as a person that's working through some of this with you guys. Like, let's go through this together. You know, and when I talk about money, you know, I've made a great deal of money uh, since I was 21 years old this past year. And most notably, like I said, you know, I had a lot of success in the market, made over a million and, you know, stuff like that. And I talk openly about this because I want you to know I do to some degree know what I'm talking about. But at the same time, like I haven't perfected these things yet. So it's like, let's let's let me share my experiences and what I do know, but also allow you to know that I'm working through a lot of these things myself. 
So again, this isn't coming from a place of mastery. This is a place where I feel like I'm pretty good in some of these areas. It definitely needs some uh, development, but <laughs> not to be, excuse me, egotistical. I do feel like I'm, I'm farther along than most what you would call men in these areas, just because of the current state of our society. Uh, and it's, pretty bad, uh, which is why I speak on these topics so often. But anyways, going from boys to men, and I didn't have any notes for this one. I'm just ripping this just off the top of my head. And I think that one thing that's super important is a man needs to have an ideal. So number one is to go from a boy to a man is men need to have an ideal. So what do I mean by this? An ideal is important because it allows us to compare our thoughts, words, and actions against something and determine whether it's good or bad. So, for example, my ideal is Jesus Christ. And I think I've talked about this before, but I look at Jesus, and it's quite literally, what would Jesus do? So, in other words, I look up to Jesus and I say, should I or should I not do this? Would Jesus do this? You know, what I, how should I go about making this decision? And I look to Jesus or the word because he is the word, right? So I have an ideal in my life that as a man, I'm able to make decisions by comparing them to this ideal. The problem is, and what we're seeing right now is in a godless society, people say they're atheists or they don't believe in God. You will make your own God in your life. And the problem is, is with most boys and effeminate men now. So when I say boys, I'm all, I'm talking about a lack of maturity, but let's talk about like a lack of maturity and also a hyper femininity, femininity in a man. So most like you will make something a God in your life. And, you know, it used to be like these archetypes like money and success and uh, you know, women and sex, you know what I'm saying? I don't even think it's like that anymore. Like the, the new gods that people are making in their lives are typically like very weird and pathetic, like a hyper fascination and over a, a weird fascination with cartoon characters and Marvel movies and DC movies and characters. Like I see a lot of men now that their, their ideal is some fictional character in a comic book or, it's uh, anime or it's like a uh, personality that they follow online or even sometimes politicians. It's, it's, or it's nothing. It's a collection of all these things. And what you have is you have these men. Well, they're supposed to be men. They're really boys, feminine little boys that are addicted to pornography. They're addicted to social media. Then uh, they have no ideal in their life with which to compare whether what they're doing is good or bad, whether it's it's strong in morality or weak. So it's so important, I think, that to go from a boy to a man, and this is this is women too, ladies, like to go from a little girl to a woman, a strong, mature, independent, well-rounded woman, is you need to have an ideal in your life with which you are able to compare thoughts, words, deeds, actions, all of this, attitudes, everything to that thing. And again, I highly suggest Jesus Christ, God, the Bible. You're able to compare yourself to these things, your words, your thoughts, your actions to these things and determine whether or not you're on the right course. So that's number one. I think men, strong men, strong men, leaders, men that are 
game changers, men that are regulators, men that are protectors, men that are providers, have an ideal in their life that they're loyal to, that they worship, really is what it comes down to, that's above all else in their life, that they're able to uh, use as a comparative tool to make the right decisions. So I think that's number one. Number two, uh, what brings you from an effeminate little boy to a man? I think, uh, and I've talked about a couple of these points before with masculinity, but I can't hit on this enough. I think physical discipline is very important. I think physical discipline is very important. You know, I like to lift weights and fight, you know, and um, am I saying that everybody needs to be able to bench 405 and squat, you know, you know, 495 and, and deadlift this. I don't think that's the point. The point is, is I think men should engage almost daily, definitely daily in some form of physical activity that challenges you and puts you through pain. The reason being is that through shaping our bodies, we learn to shape and we learn to shape our minds right? So when we're going through physical pain and we're telling ourselves one more rep or one more mile or one more lap, it's not just a physical activity. It becomes a mental activity. And through doing this repeatedly, we train our minds to push through pain. And what we find is that when we push through physical pain, I'm not talking about bad form and hurting ourselves. I'm talking about strenuous physical activity we break our muscles down and we grow. We expand our cardiovascular ability to, to uh, run or swim or sprint, right? It's the same with our mind, that as we go through this physical activity and grow our bodies and condition our bodies, we're also growing and conditioning our mind. This is important for men because as men, we should be. I hate the world now as saying that, you know, men and women are equal in a lot of different things. Listen, there's, there's, there are things that men and women are very equal in, and then there are things that are very much masculine and very much feminine. I'm sorry. I don't care what your liberal media tells you. Women give birth to kids. Men do not give birth to babies. It doesn't happen that way. Just like men have penises, women have vaginas, that's what it is biologically. Let's just end the discussion there. So there are some things that are just inherently male and some things that are inherently female. Getting back to what I was saying before, I think it's the man's responsibility to face adversity head on and lead the family unit or the team or whatever it may be through that adversity by setting the example themselves first. Am I saying that women are not supposed to face adversity, trials, and tribulations and persevere? Absolutely not. But I think that the male is supposed to be the leader in a relationship for sure. I think that most men are leaders in business and other endeavors and sports, athletics, and all this other stuff in life that we do in churches. I think it's the man's job to show people how to withstand adversity. And I think a big part of exercising that quote-unquote mental muscle is quite literally doing it with your physical muscles. Plus, let's just keep it real. I don't think you have an excuse to look like a trash bag full of milk. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's... It's a, it's, you've got this body, this beautiful creation, this wonderful, this intelligently designed 
machine, one of the most, com- if not the most complex machine on the planet, and you're going to let it look like that, it's, that's a shame. That's not a masculine thing at all. Masculine men are not fat guys smoking cigars and drinking beers. That's not masculine. We were sold at one point that that was masculine, that it was masculine to have a big old gut and be hairy. And there's not wrong with being hairy, but those two things uh, together aren't good. Uh, but, you know, have this big old gut and sit there and smoke cigars and drink beer and eat pork chops and just be a fat slob. Like somehow that became masculine. That's not masculine. It's not masculine that you can't run a quarter of a mile without falling over dead. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to protect and defend your family? And that's another big thing about being physically fit is you should be able to protect and defend yourself and others physically. Like if any old Joe can come up and punch you in the face and take your wallet or take your wife's purse, you're not a man. I'm sorry. You might think that you are, but you're not. We live, (laughs) regardless of what the women teachers told you in school, that women run do a lot of the training and developing of men now, and which is why we have these effeminate, weak little manlets, is women are, they play a very important role in the tribe or society in terms of they teach etiquette, they, they make sure that people get along, and the, the problem with this is, is if the woman is the only voice or the strongest voice, they try to make everything equitable and they try to make like no violence. This world is a violent place. And what happens is, is within a particular, like let's say a particular, if we have two groups of people and there's a, there's a struggle for resources between these two groups of people and internally one group of person, people is led by a woman and they, you know, there's no conflict, there should be no violence. And then the other ones like recognizes that violence is a part of life. That other tribe of people is going to obliterate the first one, for sure, every single time and take their stuff. That's just life. That's what happens. People are inherently evil and wicked. And as much as you want to sit around and believe that everybody should just this one big kumbaya campfire, it's not. People are violent. And and we see this. Like, look at what just happened at that parade, man. Look at just, look at what happened at that parade, that Christmas parade in Waukesha or whatever that place is in Wisconsin. Violence is always right around the corner, and you have to be able to, as a man, defend yourself and and your loved ones. I think that's a critical part of manhood. Very critical part of manhood. And I think being able to fight is very, very important. Like, this is what I was saying the other day. I think those three men that attacked Kyle Rittenhouse, okay? Those two that died, I think they would still be alive had they been punched in the face at some point in their life. And let me explain what I'm saying. You know, and this goes back to the women in the classroom. We completely eliminated fighting from schools. Like, now it's like a felony to to get into a fist fight with somebody, right? It's crazy. You could be expelled for defending yourself. Here's the problem with that, is that for years now, people have gotten away with saying and doing whatever they want without any physical repercussions. And what happens is, is when you start believing that there's going to be no physical repercussions for your actions, you do things like running at a guy with an assault rifle. 
because you're so convinced that nothing bad is going to happen to you physically because you've been sheltered your whole life that you can literally charge and try to beat a dude to death with a skateboard that has an assault rifle in his hands. I'm sorry. First of all, he was a felon. Second of all, he deserved what he got for sure. Because that level of stupidity, that's literally just Darwin. That's, that's natural selection. And the reason is, is because I don't think these people truly believe that there's going to be a physical consequence to their actions. So young men, I think, need to be exposed to controlled violence like karate, boxing, jiu-jitsu, wrestling early on in their lives so that they understand there are going to be physical consequences for your actions, not only so that you could deal out physical pain when necessarily when necessary, but also you have a healthy understanding of what the potential consequences could be. I remember uh, when I was, I was telling the story the other day, I remember when I was a little kid, um, there was uh, a, a set of brothers that used to ride our bus. I was young. I didn't even know what the hell I was saying, but the younger brother had diabetes. And a bunch of the older boys on the back of the bus, you know, I wanted to be cool and fit in and blah, blah, blah. They said, go make, they, they said, go say something crude. I won't even repeat it to this kid that had diabetes. I didn't even know what I was saying. I don't even think I knew what diabetes was. So I went up to the younger brother and I said what these older boys told me to say. And the older brother stood up, open palms, smacked me so hard in the face that my ears rang for the rest of the day. And I'll tell you what, I learned a very important lesson. I learned that you can't say whatever it is that you want to say to other people. There is going to be consequences for that. And a lot of kids don't learn that lesson. They don't learn that there are people out there that are nuts enough that you say the wrong thing. They will stab you. They don't learn these lessons early on in life because we've got this overly feminized ideal. That's the problem is that women are idealistic. Men are realistic. Women are, well, we shouldn't act out in violence because there shouldn't be violence. Well, the real part of that is, should we act out in violence? No. But should we have a very intimate understanding of violence in case it is brought upon us? Yes. That's the realistic side of it. And ladies, I don't want you to think I'm sitting here bashing women. I ain't bashing women. I just got done telling you how important the feminine side is to think there's an imbalance now that needs to be corrected. I'm addressing the imbalance, not being feminine. Understand that. I'm I'm addressing the imbalance, not the femininity part of this, if that makes sense, if you can wrap your head around that. So... You know, I know I went off on a tangent there, but I really do think that physical training is a very important part of what it takes to become a man and what it takes to be a man because you have to be able to defend yourself. I think that you have to look a certain way. You don't have to have a rippling eight-pack and biceps the size of watermelons. That's not what I'm saying. It should look somewhat decent. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, you got this beautiful machine. Don't let it go to waste. So I think these things are extremely important, guys. Uh, I really do. So number one was having an ideal with which you can compare your thoughts, words, and actions to. And then you have physical training and being physically fit and being able to defend yourself and having a healthy understanding of violence. You know, I'm meeting up with this guy here in the middle of December. I'm going to go away for four or five days and I'm going to do very intense Navy SEAL style uh, firearms training. Why? Because I want to go out and just shoot 
whatever. No, I want to be able to, if the situation arises properly and safely, handle weapons of violence because I think that's important skill for men to have. So I guess number two would also would be like physical training slash a training in violence. You have to have an understanding as a man of violence. And here's the thing, guys. You want women to find you sexy, you got to be a little bit dangerous. Let's just put it that way, for real. Dude, you don't believe me? The, the, the girlfriend of one of the guys that Kyle Rittenhouse killed wants to go on a date with him. If that's not a demonstration of two males going at it and the woman wanting to be with the male that wins the fight, I don't know what it is. I don't know what, I mean, that's a beautiful thing, I think. I really do. You know, some people, oh, that's not whatever. You know, people will say how bad that is. I think it's great. Survival of the fittest, man. He was the fittest, you know, and he won, killed the other dude, comes out the other side. Now the other dude's girlfriend wants him. It's nuts. Isn't that funny how that works out? But that's how strong that attractive measure is within women. Women like dangerous men. And you might be a woman sitting here like, well, my husband's not very dangerous. I bet every once in a while you kind of wish he was. (laughs) I bet every once in a while. I mean, I could sit here and say confidently right now, my wife knows I'm dangerous. My wife, there's, I've never had one person in my life ever. Really, maybe one time when we were in Erie, I think some kids at a bar talked a little smack, but I've never, she's never, I don't think my wife has ever been afraid when she's out in public with me. Why? Because she knows I'm dangerous. She knows I'm dangerous. She knows that at a flip of a switch, if somebody crosses her path and, and threatens her or is going to do her harm, that person is going to be either dead or paralyzed for the rest of their life. You know, so it's like, I think that women like a little bit of danger. I could be wrong. Ladies, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think I am. So that was number two. Uh, I don't know. We've, we've been here for a while. We're 22 minutes in. Whatever. Shut me off. You don't want to talk, listen to me anymore. I'm going to keep going, man. I'm on a roll. <laughs> so I think the third thing in terms of, uh, you know, going from boyish immaturity and, and, and being effeminate to being a strong masculine male is I think that um, integrity is very, very important. And this is an area we could all work in. I think that being a man that does what he says he's going to do and does what he should do is very, very important. I think integrity as a man is paramount, that real men have integrity. Real men follow through with what they say they're going to do. Real men do it the right way the first time. Real men are men of their words. Real men are loyal, trustworthy. You know, I think that that's really, really important. I struggled with this for a long time as a young man because as a young man, we we hear it. It's in every show, all the music we listen to. Like, can you guys see that we're being brainwashed to being pieces of shit? You guys realize that? Are you guys aware of this? This is why I'm starting to like listen to more country than I am rap. And almost, I don't really listen to much rap anymore because it's like, it's ridiculous. Rap is, is becoming gross to me because it's like, not only do these people, they're insulting themselves. You know, they use, I'm that bitch. I'm that, you know, I'm a dog. I'm that, like they insult themselves as rappers, both black and white. Black and white. This isn't when I say they, sometimes I had somebody before. What do you mean by they? The people rapping. What do you think I meant? You idiot. (laughs) What do you mean by they? The people saying the words. How about that? Black, white, yellow, male, 
female. I don't give a shit who it is. They're sitting here calling them, I'm a dog. I'm a killer. I'm a bitch. I'm that bitch. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I'm sorry for swearing. This is what they say. So they're insulting themselves, first of all. And second of all, they're glorifying this hedonistic lifestyle of disloyalty to your woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's that one lyric that you know, I used to think was hilarious. But the more I think about it, like, they call me bird dog because I cheat and I'm fly. Like, I don't know what people find attractive about that. And I was brainwashed as a young man for a very long time that it was about how many women you could sleep with. Between the shows, the movies, the music, it's like, dude, you're not a real man unless you got a different woman in your bed every single week. Guys, listen to me. That's not being a real man. Being a real man is picking one woman marrying her, giving an oath to God, and sticking to that loyalty. And people make mistakes in this area. I've been very open about the mistakes I've been ma- I've made in this, in, in this area because, again, and I'm not blaming anybody else for my actions. And, and anything I've done wrong in life, I'll always be the first one to take accountability. But there has been influence. And I think a lot of men struggle with this now because they got these negative influences in their ears telling them, cheat on your woman. And then women, too. Like, listen to some of these female rappers. It's the most disgusting foul, you know what they call a a lock that gets unlocked by a lot of keys? Useless, all right? I don't care what you think about feminism and empowerment. You are sold a lie. And what's going to happen is, ladies, listen to me. Listen to me very closely. And this is going to offend some people. I don't care. Your good looks are a depreciating asset. And I think Andy Frisella talked about this too, that ladies, as you get older, your option, so at first, women, when they're young, they have all the control. They have all the power. They get to pick who they want to date. The problem is, is as you get older, you become less desirable. That is a fact of life. Men, it's typically the other way around. Young men, they ain't got money. They got no car. They got no house. They got no assets. They don't have a career yet. They're not as desirable. In old, as men age, they become more desirable. So as men age, they become more desirable and harder to get. As women age, they become less desirable and typically have to settle. This is a real fact. Argue with me, ladies. Let's go. Let's see it. Tag me. You want to have a debate about this? Let's have a debate. You stay single until you're 38 years old and let me, let's look at what the dating pool looks like for you at that point. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry right now if something were to happen with, you know, me and my wife, which will never happen, you know, like maybe she was abducted by aliens and taken to another planet and married some alien king or something like that. And I, I hit the dating pool at 30 something years old with a couple million, man. I'm just saying, I think I'm going to be a little bit more desirable than I was at 21 with the Buick, you know? So women over time, they become less desirable and men become more desirable. Why am I talking about this? Well, ladies, if you spend the golden years of your youth and beauty whoring around, you're going to find yourself in a very cold, lonely place in your 30s. You're going to find yourself in a very cold, lonely place in your 30s, and especially into your 40s. Like, don't buy these lies that the media and the music and the movies are trying to sell you that having all kinds of sexual partners is 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 freedom 
is a way to express yourself. It's not. You're going to end up damaged. You're going to end up with trauma. You're going to end up mistreated. You're going to end up being used, and you're going to come in. You're going to be 35, 36, 37, 38 years old. You're going to be alone, and you're going to have to settle for somebody, some putts. I'm just telling you right now, you guys got to be very, very careful. So back to what I was saying before, men, integrity is so incredibly important, man. And if you think that it's cool going out and having a different woman every week, shame on you. Shame on you. It's not, you're, you're, you're infecting her purity. You're taking advantage of her and you're violating God's word, man. I'm telling you right now, it's not cool. It ain't cool. You're not a stud. You ain't a stud. You're going to get a disease. You're going to get somebody pregnant. You're going to end up, I'm telling you right now, it's not a fulfilling life. It's not a fulfilling life. And all the men that I know that go around whoring around a lot, they all end up with they're sad, depressed, empty, and they start to fill that void that they can't fill with sex anymore or sex isn't fulfilling anymore with drugs and alcohol. I've seen it time and time again. So you guys got to be careful, man. Be men of integrity. Be men of honor. Does this mean you're going to be perfect 100% of the time? Does this mean that you're never going to make mistakes? No, and I think a big part of this, guys, a really big part of this is if you want to be loyal to a woman, I think a big part of this is cutting out pornography. I think that that's a critical part uh, because you start to, if you let porn into your life and into your head, um, and you're like lusting after other women. I think that that's what leads to like acted upon infidelity a lot of times. Or, you know, so just, just be men of integrity, be men of honor, be men that do what they say they're going to do, be men that honor commitments, man. What else do we have? What else do we have in terms of, of being strong men? I think being a provider, and I've talked about that one before, and I don't have to talk about that a whole lot. That's not a complicated. I think your job as a man is to get the job done and be able to provide for your family. I think this is especially important now uh, because we're seeing this mommy state. You guys see how we have a feminine government? It's like stay home, look out for the sickness, okay? We'll take care of you. We'll send you money every month. You guys see how? What I'm talking about, about this feminine imbalance right now, it's very feminine what's happening with our government right now. Your job as a man is not to sit around and collect a check. Your job is to get out and earn it. So I think being a provider is very, very important. Like, dude, being a man is not watching sports and having a man cave and drinking beer. I think that's pathetic. It's You're wasting your life. I think I think that a lot of men, that's a big idol going back to that. That's a big idol for a lot of men is sports, is that they idolize and they know all these facts and stats. And like anytime I meet a guy that knows too much about sports, that's such a like, it's like you're a kid, bro. Like you're 16, you're 42, but you sound and act like you're 16. Like, I don't, I understand, like, liking a team and knowing the players, but it's like these dudes that, like, know the stats from all the way back to the 60s, man. It's like, like, you've made that an idol in your life, and there's somewhere else that you could put that energy that would give you a way higher return than being some sports addict. Just looks weird. You know, it's, like, childish. But, you know, so this is, these are just my thoughts. This has been my uh, soliloquy today, my 
run on my stream of consciousness on what it takes to be a man. And again, this doesn't come from a point of mastery. There's a lot of areas I need a lot of work in. You know what I'm saying? These, these are things that I'm working towards actively with you guys every single day. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a half hour. It's been one of the longer ones. So I love you guys. Uh, give me some feedback, man. Don't forget, I'm giving away money this week. So um, like and share. Uh, I appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you soon.